Super Talk Mississippi media production. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. What's up, everybody? Good Friday morning. Glad to see you on what has been one of the more interesting couple days in a while around here, at least for me. I mean, we had a coaching search season two years ago, so, you know, that was far more interesting than rumor and conjecture or whatever. But hey, it's been an interesting last couple days. Good for the content business, I'll, uh, I'll tell you that. But we've also got games this weekend. Nothing interesting around here at all. I mean, literally nothing interesting around here at all. But we still have games this weekend, college football playoff implicated games as well, at least nationally. You've got I mean, Oregon going on the road. You've got Ohio State and Michigan State coming up this weekend. And Mel Tucker, by the way, everybody's been talking about how Mel Tucker and this big contract that uh, has been signed, and he's committed to Michigan State except for, wait, hold on, whoa, 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 says Mel Tucker. On his radio show last night, you know, the coach's show, a 10-year-old, this is heartbreaking, a 10-year-old asked Mel Tucker if he has signed that mega contract yet, and his answer was, first he laughed and said, you want to be my agent? I haven't signed anything yet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, Michigan State. You throw over $90 million at somebody, and he's like, well, I haven't signed it yet. I mean, there's, I haven't signed it yet. Ooh, that's tough. Something to keep an eye on, maybe, if LSU does, in fact, come calling. But today, by the way, my name is Michael Borky. Today, we're talking about some other coaching situation that happened yesterday. News broke. Now, use that term. Loosely, news broke yesterday that Lane Kiffin will, will take the Miami job if it does come open. There are a lot of problems with that report. There also could possibly be a semblance of truth to it, but there's a lot of problems with it that kind of make me ignore it. Anyway, we'll get to all of that, but first... If you are watching on Twitter, or if you haven't done this yet, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're on Twitter, you cannot comment, and I would love for you to comment and be a part of this conversation, as most of you guys do every single day, like John. John here, you want to be like John, you got to do it on YouTube. So hop on over to YouTube and uh, comment like John did, and we'll uh, we'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. I will be live tomorrow night. Uh, I know the slate of games is not at all interesting, not even a little, but I am going to do the reaction show tomorrow night. We'll talk about state, Tennessee State, maybe if anything happens. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm going to talk very little about these two games unless something happens. Like, we'll look at them, of course, and like, hey, Rogers had a good day, whatever. Hey, Corral had a good day. This happened. But it won't be like the hour and 20 minutes worth of talking about just those two teams in the way they played 
for the night. We'll look at, you know, Alabama, Arkansas, Ohio State. We'll look at Oregon and then start turning our attention towards the Egg Bowl. That's that's what we'll do tomorrow night, but you don't want to miss it. Uh, it's the last Saturday night reaction show, at least when it comes to uh, Ole Miss and State anyway. We'll do another one next Saturday as well, even though they, you know, we'll play on Thursday night. Uh, so pop on over, subscribe to YouTube if you haven't already, and be uh, a part of this. I would I would love to have you. I would love to hear what you have to say. You just got to be on YouTube to do it, so find me there. John says, your opinion, please. Aranda goes to LSU. Uh, Jeff Lebby goes to Baylor, and Kiffin does what? Um, that's interesting. I don't think Dave Aranda is going to go to LSU. Here's the thing. I, I tried to ask people and stuff, and, and like there are times where I will have inside sources into certain things, like when it comes to uh, the Ole Miss baseball situation with LSU last year. I, I knew what I was saying was true. That wasn't a guess. I knew that that was true, and you guys may remember that. You may not. When it comes to the LSU search, I know nothing. I just read and I read especially Brody Miller in his piece, and I listen to podcasts and stuff, and I try to piece together what makes the most sense, and it's mostly agents and all that stuff. Uh, it doesn't sound like, based on reporting and other things, that Aranda's that high on LSU's list. I think that is a disaster of an idea. I think he should absolutely be on a list. And maybe he is, but in terms of who's at the top, he doesn't seem to be there. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll stick around at uh, at Baylor. It sounds like that is likely the case. We'll talk about Kiffin here in one second. T says, "Let's go Twitter fighting season." You're not going to get that out of me. Although, again, I I think we talked about it Monday or so this week, where everybody's doing this thing about who's better, Rogers or Corral, and it's it's just a conversation. It's a debate that neither side will be able to convince the other. And so it's just like two rams butting heads, you know, just boom. And like no ground is given either way. They just get back on those hind legs and they run and boom, hit each other and nothing happens. They just kind of look at each other like, oh, okay. And then they get back and then do it again. That's what Egg Bowl Twitter fighting about Will Rogers versus Matt Corral is. Uh, Because you're not going to convince state fans that Corral's better. You're not going to. Ever. They don't they don't believe that to be the case. And you're not going to convince Ole Miss fans that Rodgers is better. It's, it's never going to happen. So it's a lot of wasted energy uh, around here. I've also learned this week that um, for some reason, a lot of you care very much about the Connerly, which is good. Which is good for C Spire that you guys care a lot about that trophy. I'm, I'm happy for them, especially my uh, my Internet provider. And they do a great job of that. Fiber is outstanding. I uploaded a video this morning, a 10-minute video to YouTube in five seconds. And that was a little slow today. So I'm happy for them that a lot of you care. I just did not realize that this many people were invested in the outcome of the Connerly, which, good. But anyway, closing the votes down before the Egg Bowl happens has gotten some people stirred up. Anyway. But on the coaching thing, so we get the report yesterday. This is why you guys are here. I'll stop wasting time. This is why you guys are here. Andy Slater yesterday made waves, made big waves yesterday because he tweeted. And by the way, 
I'm, I'm going to share this with you guys, share the screen so you can see what I'm talking about. And for those of you listening in podcast form, I will read it. But if I ever, this is just a personal thing. If I ever in my life refer to something as a Borky scoop, if I ever do that, slap me in the face. I'm serious. If I ever refer to something unironically as a Borky scoop, please hit me. Like, because something's wrong upstairs, like my equilibrium is off anyway. But Andy Slater said yesterday, he's a radio personality on Fox Sports 640 AM in Miami. He hosts a show from 3 to 5 p.m. on Fox Sports 640. And in his bio, he says, I break news, which, you know, if you do that, you don't have to put it in your bio. But anyway, he said, quote, Lane Kiffin would leave Ole Miss for the University of Miami if the Hurricanes' head coaching job were to open. Multiple sources close to Kiffin tell me. So, I think all of these things that I'm about to say can be true all at the same time. All of these things, I think, can be true at once. First of all, Lane Kiffin's agent is Jimmy Sexton. And I simply put, do not believe... I don't believe that anybody close to Jimmy Sexton or Lane Kiffin would ever tell anybody at Fox 640 AM in Miami that he would take the job, the definitive term, and maybe he is wording the information a little incorrectly. I am kind of splitting hairs when it comes to specific language to use, but if you are a reporter, if you are reporting news, You have to be specific with your language. Every word is important. So if this guy, in fact, if Andy Slater does believe what anybody breaking news should believe, and that's every word is very important. If you care about accuracy, he's speaking in definitives. Nobody, in my opinion, at all, close to Lane Kiffin or Jimmy Sexton, whatever, speak in definitives about a job. Because that uh, completely, to me, eliminates leverage. Because right now, Lane Kiffin has leverage over Miami. He also has leverage over Ole Miss. But he has leverage over Miami right now. Because he is currently coaching in the SEC West, the best division in college football. He is currently making a lot more money than that of Manny Diaz at Miami. This year, with bonuses, he'll make damn near double what Manny Diaz is making at Miami. And it's true that Ole Miss is prepared to take him in into the seven number. They are prepared to do that if they need be. Four-plus million dollars more than what Manny Diaz is currently making at Miami. He has all the leverage when it comes to Miami if he is, in fact, interested. If he is really, truly interested in the Miami job, nobody close to him would be telling a radio host at Fox Sports 640 AM in Miami that he would definitively take that job if it came open. That completely and totally eliminates, eliminates, to some degree, leverage. It gets rid of some leverage because if, in fact, he is, again, if he is interested in the Miami job, they have to pay a hell of a lot more than they currently are 
to get him. They have to financially commit to their football program a hell of a lot more than they currently are. A lot more. A lot, lot, lot more than they currently do. And there was that report that came out yesterday that they were prepared to invest 20 to $30 million into their program. Um, that's chump change in the SEC. Like, that's that's nothing. And it's certainly not enough. And Ole Miss is absolutely prepared to, to do a hell of a lot more than that. So nobody close to Kiffin is speaking in definitives. Not a single person. Jimmy Sexton is a hell of a lot smarter than that. Lane Kiffin is a lot smarter than that. Interested? Sure. If this tweet from Andy Slater said Lane Kiffin is interested in the Miami job, should it come open? I buy that. I believe that to be true to some degree, to some varying degree, whether it be extremely interested or just kind of, you know, hey, call me and we'll see what we'll see. I wouldn't be surprised at all. In fact, I believe that there is some degree of interest. It is the U after all. It is Miami. Uh, as I said on a podcast yesterday, if you've never been to Miami, it's a pretty sweet place. <laughs> it's a really sweet place. Uh, I, I loved Miami when I was there. It's awesome. It's a cool place to live. It, I mean, it, it would be. It really would be. Miami's awesome. Some people don't like it. I, I don't understand. I would love to live there if I had the money to do it. Um. So I do believe that there is some level, some varying degree of interest there. I do not believe at all that it is definitive, that it is, yes, I would take the job. That is just piss poor negotiating. And that is not something that the, the super agent Jimmy Sexton would get out there. Nobody, not no multiple people close to Kiffin are speaking in definitives when it comes to the Miami job. Absolutely none of them. It's bad negotiating. That's not, I saw a lot of people saying, well, that, that's just Jimmy at work. I, I don't think that that statement is Jimmy Sexton at work. I think that could be somebody kind of making it up to some degree, maybe hearing some things about interest and taking that and bringing it to the very next level and and making it inaccurate. So I think all of those things, again, can be true at once. For whatever it's worth, I would not dismiss Miami completely. I wouldn't just, eh, no shot, 0% chance. I wouldn't dismiss it. But I think all these things can be true at once. This scoop is not accurate. I also believe that, again, there's some degree, whether it be strong or very little, of interest, and also all the leverage in this situation exists with Lane, and there's no way that anybody close to him would compromise that by speaking in definitives. Because again, Miami has to dramatically, dramatically change the way they're committed to football because there is no shot in its current form that they're hiring a coach away from the SEC West. No shot. They have to double and then some what they pay their coaches, head coach and assistants, like double and then some. And are they prepared to do that? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. But until they prove it, I wouldn't read too much into this, truthfully. So there's uh, there's my spiel on that. 
Fireman says Lane to Miami is a joke. Don't see Lane going from SEC to bottom feeder Miami in the ACC. Um, the only reason why you would make a move like that, literally the only reason you would make a move like that uh, is, is because of locale. Because I think it's fair, honestly, to argue right now that Ole Miss is a better job than Miami right now. They're sure, they're sure as hell more committed. Um, and, and you guys know me, the easier to win argument I don't think holds up. Oh, it's easier to win at Miami. Well, then why don't they? Why don't they win at Miami? What's their last championship, 2001? Let me double check, make sure. But I believe the last championship was in 2001. Pull this up just to make sure I get this right. 2002, uh, they were a runner-up in 2002. Their last national championship was in 2001. Their last conference championship was never in the ACC. They have won the ACC Coastal one time. One time. One time. They have not won the ACC yet. And their last championship was in 2001, and the last time they went was 2002. So please tell me if it's so much easier, so much easier to win there, why don't they? Why don't they? I mean, again, good place to live, a hotbed in recruiting, but you share a state with Florida and Florida State, and everybody in the country goes into Florida to get players, and they're doing so successfully. It's not just easy to win there, because if it was, they would do it. You know where it's easy to win? LSU. That's where it's easy to win. Ed Orgeron did it. Les Miles did it. It's easy to win there. You know where it's easy to win? Ohio State. Apparently, it's not easy to win at Miami, or as John says, Miami is the Texas of the ACC. Exactly. You've got all this brand power, all this stuff, but yet they don't win. And Robert says administration couldn't care less until now. Well, they got to prove it, though. Are they they prepared to double their commitment into football? Double it? Maybe. Maybe they are, but it's a big ask. And on top of that, it is true. It's not exceptionalism. It's just kind of the truth. You would rather coach in the SEC 100 times out of 100. That's the reality of this situation. Oh, it's easier to win in the ACC, is it? Because it doesn't happen. And it's not like you're top tier in the ACC anymore anyway. I mean, Clemson's obviously a better job than yours. Florida State, I would argue, is a better job than that of Miami. They're more committed. Same state. You know, Tallahassee's certainly not Miami, but it's a better job, although they're down as well. I think that there are people that are stuck in 2001. They watched the U documentary on ESPN, and this is what happens. Robert, you're exactly right. Go cheap and get cheap results. Unless you're Texas, where you, you go super expensive and you still... You still get cheap results. <laughs> it still happens. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of where I fall. I've been asked about it a couple of times over the last day or so, you know, what I think about it. And quite simply, I think there's probably some interest there because it is it is Miami and it's a cool place to live. But also, if 
getting to go fishing often is a concern. Ole Miss will, they currently do make sure that he can get anywhere he needs to go on a jet. Like if it's an hour and a half flight to Boca or however, what's the flight? Memphis to Boca. Memphis to Miami flight time. Listen. Okay, so two-hour flight to get to get to Miami. Two-hour flight. Um, during the season, you have to actually like work and coach and stuff. And during the offseason, you, you don't have to like Kiffin and Mike Leach don't just hang out in Starkville and Oxford the entire offseason. They're, they're not confined to that. Uh, their offseason, they are elsewhere. Mike Leach is in Key West. Lane's probably in Boca. Uh, fishing in the Bahamas, whatever the hell he's doing. But I promise you, if locale is the only reason, then that's not going to be a reason because they can pop him on one of those little private jets and one of those little private jet companies there in Oxford and get him to Miami in less than two hours. And it ain't no problem. When you're coaching, you still have to work, you know. It's still a 18-hour-day type job where during the season you can't do anything other than coach. So locale doesn't really matter all that much. And on your off week, you can hop on that jet and go fishing if you want to. It's kind of how it goes down right now. So I don't think that's that. I don't really think that's much of a factor here. Robert does say change is coming. Hotbed for elite athletes. It is. It certainly is. But the problem is, is Miami going to do enough to keep these people? Because you can, you know how recruiting elite level athletes works. There has to be a level of care. You can't just be Miami can't just be Miami and get players, clearly, because they're not able to. On top of the fact that you've got Georgia getting whoever they want, wherever they want. Clemson coming in, getting whoever they want, wherever they want. Alabama doing the same thing. And they all want kids from Florida. It's not that simple. You can't just exist. You've got to be invested and not just paying a coach. You've got to be invested if if you get my point. You've got to be invested. Chase says, national media makes opinions based on national brand because they don't want to invest the time and money into accurately covering college athletics. In fairness, I did see a lot yesterday. I saw a hell of a lot more national people. A hell of a lot more national people kind of shoot this down as opposed to the alternative yesterday. I get a response on Twitter that says, so Lane won't go to a program because it has not won a championship since 2001, but will stay at a program that's not been to the SEC championship game ever. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, Use your brain and listen. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when people make the argument that it's easier to win at Miami than at a place like Ole Miss, or since you're a state fan, at Mississippi State, I disagree with that because they don't do it anymore. That same argument, unless you want to use some more laughing emojis, that same argument I would apply to Mississippi State as well. I think it's easier, or or it's not easier to win at Miami as opposed to Mississippi State because they don't do it in modern history. 2001, guys, recruits today, recruits today were not born when Miami football was relevant. They were not born yet. If it's so much easier, why don't they do it? Why don't they do it? Because maybe it's not easier. Open those ears you got there, man. Robert says, can't win a trophy in Oxford. Yeah, maybe not. 
Uh, although Ole Miss was a fourth and 25 away from going to the SEC championship game, they would have played that Florida team that had lost Will Greer because he was on roids. They're a fourth and 25 away from an argument to the playoff. I don't know if you can't win one. Mississippi State was an egg bowl away from having a strong argument making the playoff in 14. A one loss that State in 14 would have had one loss, and that would have been on the road in Tuscaloosa where they lost by five. That makes the playoff that year. Yeah. Or at least they would have had that argument. So, again, that that idea that you can't win trophies here I think is bogus, honestly. I think it's bogus, completely bogus. Uh, Is it harder? Yeah, absolutely. It's harder to win trophies in this state than it is in Louisiana or Alabama or or elsewhere. Absolutely. I mean, I'm not stupid. However, I think it is kind of bogus to suggest that it cannot be done because I have seen it. I have seen it with my own eyes. These two programs contend in the modern era of college football. Not 2001 when recruits weren't born yet. When the recruits' parents were in college. No, not then. I'm talking about now. Modern college football, the playoff era, I have seen both Ole Miss and Mississippi State be one break away from making the playoff. And so you can't tell me that it cannot be done here because I've seen I've seen it. It can be. I've seen it. It takes more work. It sure does. But being positioned in the SEC now, especially with a playoff that's soon to expand, uh, who's to say that it can't be done? Not me. I mean, Ole Miss and State would have made the playoff possibly twice by now if it was 12 teams. Makes it a little bit easier. So who would you suggest for Miami if Diaz is fired? I would suggest they get their shit together, forgive my language, and pay a bunch of money and go after Mario Cristobal and Lane Kiffin. I'm not saying that their list is uh, is a bad one. That's who I'd go after. Mario Cristobal, I think, is poised to become the next high-profile college football coach. He should already be there. But I, I think he's fantastic. I think he's going to win championships, multiple championships. Mario Cristobal, that's what I think. Um, that's who I would go after, but they've got to they've got to be able to pay for it. I mean, if I'm Miami, it's Cristobal and it's Kiffin. Like I think those two, if that is really the list that people are putting out there to replace Manny Diaz, I think that, that is a great list for them. Both, I mean, Cristobal is a Miami guy, and I think he would win. I think he would win big, and that's who I would go after. It's going to cost you a hell of a lot more money than you've ever shown that you're willing to invest. And if that doesn't happen, I would absolutely go after Lane Kiffin. It fits. It's an exciting brand of football. He uh, he likes the area, clearly. I enjoyed his, his time in Boca, although, again, Boca and Miami are not the same. It's like saying Oxford is Memphis. Um, it's a bit of a drive into work every day. You know, especially when traffic's not very good. But still, uh, he would fit. It's an exciting system, an exciting brand. Um, so, yeah, that's absolutely who I would go after if I were Miami. Without a doubt. Without uh, without a doubt. Robert says Mario or bust. They got to pay. I mean, his buyout is like double Kiffin's at Ole Miss right now. So you got to pay like $8 million or whatever to get him out of Oregon. Although there are... There are some people that have suggested that they would really, really like to get out 
of that region of the country. Who knows if it's true, but I, I can certainly feel a, a Miami guy not really being thrilled with Eugene, Oregon. So, I mean, who knows if it's true? I think Oregon's a great job, but there's a thought that, that I don't know, that may be out there. Corey's asking, so let's briefly entertain the idea that Miami is able to snag Kiffin. Does Levy get offered the Ole Miss job? I've heard that a lot. And I think if Keith Carter were smart, that answer is no. Do you interview him? Sure. And if he blows you away, then then maybe. And you keep him close in case, you know, you, you don't get candidate number one, two, and three. But if, if I were Keith Carter, he would not be number one on my list or number two or number three even. Uh, if, for whatever reason, entertaining the idea that Miami does happen to snag Lane Kiffin. If that does happen, I I would go to sitting head coaches first. I, I would interview Billy Napier if he hadn't already taken the Arizona State job. I would call Dave Aranda. He's doing a fantastic job at Baylor, and Ole Miss is a better job than Baylor. It is. So is Mississippi State. For you, State fan, that was in my mentions earlier that think I'm just talking about Ole Miss. I think they both are. I don't think Baylor's a good job, and he's winning. I, I would go after people like that first. I, I would look at Dave Clawson, although that's not very sexy and, and it may not be a fit, but I would certainly look at him. He's a sitting Power 5 head coach that's doing an unbelievable job at Wake Forest. I, I would go down those roads first. I would start with Billy Napier. He would be my candidate number one. I, 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 I have Napier bias big time. I, I think whoever hires him is going to get a rock star. Uh, I mean, he's recruited under... College or, or coached under college football's best coaches, learned from them, been in those programs. He was a college football player himself. He's established that he can win at a place that doesn't really win that much. I mean, he went to Iowa State last year and won. Uh, he's got a winning product. He's winning divisions. He's recruiting well. Uh, he's got ties in the region. I mean, it, it, that is as put together of a candidate as I can think of for a job like that of Ole Miss, I would start with Billy Napier, and I would have Dave Aranda as well on line two, and, and that's where I would go. I, I like Jeff Lebby. I, I think that he will uh, be a good head coach in time, but if you are in the SEC West and you've got the resources to get a coach into the top 10 in salary, which is what they will bring Kiffin to if need be, you, you don't have to just hire an OC who's already in your building. You can get a sitting head coach from somewhere else. You can. You've got the money and the resources to do it, and you've proven that you can You can win without gaudy expectations. You know? My God, if, if Kiffin wins the Egg Bowl, it'll be the first time Ole Miss has won 10 games in, in their program's history. You think one down year is going to put them on the hot seat? Hell no. So, so you've got a good job where you can win in the SEC West, and... You don't have the pressure to, oh, you better win championships or else we're going to can your ass. It's the best of both worlds. So I, I wouldn't start there. He'd be on the list. He'd get an interview for sure, but I, I wouldn't start with him because I think you could do better, truthfully. With all due respect to Lebby, it's just he's never done it before. I, I'd go find somebody that could. But anyway, yeah, it's... And I know it looks like a lot of you are just joining us. Basically, my thoughts on the the report that Kiffin would take the job. Um, essentially, I think it, it can all be true at once that 
there is some level of interest, some degree of interest but for Miami or for Kiffin in Miami. There's probably some level of interest. I also think it's true that uh, nobody close to him is saying that he would take the job if offered. No, that That is not based in reality. That would be pathetic negotiating. I also believe that Ole Miss will pay more than Miami can or would be willing to. And I think it's true that right now you shouldn't worry about it until given a, a bigger reason to. Because right now this just doesn't seem to to make a whole lot of sense. Maybe there's interest. I believe there probably is. I think Ole Miss is far more financially committed. I think Ole Miss is in a better situation than Miami is currently. And if he does happen to take the Miami job, it's because of locale only. I think Jimmy Sexton's smarter than this. I think he's much smarter than this. Giving up a leverage point to a place that does not pay their coaches as well as Ole Miss does, that's not something that comes out of their camp. Not definitive like that anyway. Yeah, Corey, and see, that's why I would be weary of it. He said he would hate for us, meaning Ole Miss, to end up in a pre-Kiffin situation again as nice of a guy as Matt Luke was. And, and Matt Luke tried his damnedest, you know? I, I mean, there there are some people that speak ugly of him, and, and I understand why. He was your football coach that didn't win games, and that sucks. There, there was some wasted talent uh, during his tenure, especially not playing Matt Corral and almost forcing him to transfer to Oregon. I mean, that that's that's rough. But he tried. He worked his ass off. And forgive my language again. Sorry, guys. But the FCC doesn't regulate this. Um, he works his ass off. Worked his ass off. And he tried his hardest to represent Ole Miss as well as he possibly could. He was just fighting a losing battle. He, it was a battle he was never going to win. Uh but he tried, and he stabilized as as much as he could and evaluated his recruits pretty well. And I think looking back, whenever he's done at Georgia or wherever he goes, Ole Miss fans should at least still look at him favorably. Did he deserve the job? No, absolutely not. Should he have gotten it? No, absolutely not. Were those years brutal to watch? Yeah, they, they, they sure were. Um but it wasn't for lack of trying or bad character because he's got both of those in spades. He's got work ethic in spades, and he's got character in spades. So, anyway. Anyway. Games this weekend, guys. How about that? We've got nothing exciting here in the state of Mississippi. Although, again, Eddie George is going to be on the sidelines in Starkville this weekend, so that's cool for you state fans out there. You get to see a legend coaching your opponent. And it's not one of those things where you see the legend coaching your opponent and you're, you know, you're worried about what's going to happen because that's, that's not really the case here at all. At least you shouldn't be. <laughs> it's not even going to be close, but you get to see Eddie George, which is cool. But the 11 a.m. window uh, rules. So if you don't feel like watching your team state fans, you've got Michigan State at Ohio State. Can't wait for that one. Now, C.J. Stroud's going to win the Heisman, so just go ahead and get ready for that. Wake Forest is at Clemson. As an underdog, Wake Forest is at Clemson. I'm rooting hard for the Deeks in that one. Oh, man, I've got so many text messages I want to send if Wake Forest loses that game. It's not even funny. Uh, and then you've got Iowa State at Oklahoma. So Oklahoma, who probably not in the hunt, but I guess kind of still maybe could be in the hunt at 9-1. and one. 
They're at home to Iowa State. Wake Forest, probably not in the hunt, but still kind of maybe possibly sort of outside shot, but unlikely at 9-1 and one, going to Clemson as underdogs in Ohio State, Michigan State. I mean, it's a top 10 matchup in Columbus. Michigan State 7, Ohio State 4 at 11 a.m. Sign me up. I'm watching that. I'm watching Kenny Walker against Ohio State. I think he'll go off. Now, Ohio State's probably going to score 50 points because that's what they're doing on everybody anymore, but still. Uh, Then you've got Georgia Tech at Notre Dame, which isn't all that exciting, but Notre Dame's still definitely in the hunt for a playoff spot. Arkansas at Alabama is at least marginally interesting, but then also at 2.30, if you don't feel like watching that game, Cincinnati. They've been struggling lately. They're undefeated. They're 10-0, but they've been struggling lately. They've been playing with fire a little bit, close games with Navy and a close game sort of with Tulane and a close game with Tulsa, one that they maybe should have lost. They're really on the edge here. They're hosting 8-2 and two SMU. They're only an 11-point favorite. ESPN executives desperately want Cincinnati to lose that game. Desperately want Cincinnati to lose that game, but that's a big one. That's absolutely a big one. Uh, Michigan's on the road at Maryland. Maybe that could get interesting. And then the nightcap. Uh, the, the nightcap with Oklahoma State and Texas Tech, and you've got Oregon at Utah going on at the same time. It's Pac-12's only hope. They need Oregon to win that game. So although not around here, we don't really have a whole lot of exciting football around here. Nationally, there's some intriguing stuff. So tomorrow night, join me, 30, 10 o'clock, somewhere in there. Uh, I'm going to let the Ole Miss game end. I'm going to let the Oregon game hopefully end, although that'll be after 10 probably. We'll get together right here on this YouTube channel and recap the day that was in uh, in college football. So join me uh, tomorrow night on, on YouTube, right here on this channel, 9.30, 10 o'clock or so, and uh, we'll, have a, uh, we'll have a good time there like we have all season long. And we'll do the same thing immediately after the Egg Bowl too. So I'll be live Thursday night. Um, after the game, the second the game ends, and we'll talk about uh, the win, whoever that may be. And uh, again, if you're uh, if you're an Ole Miss fan, I would not yet really worry about that report yesterday. I think there are too many inaccuracies to take it seriously. In terms of the definitive, that's not how that's not how Sexton does this. He's not telling a job that famously nobody close to Kiffin is telling a job that famously underpays their coaches. I'm going there. Please hire me. That's not how that goes down. Not at all. So anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. I really do. And uh, don't forget to subscribe while you're here. Subscribe and like the video also. And uh, I'll see you guys late, late, late after dark tomorrow night. Y'all have a good, uh, good weekend. Enjoy your football. Try to enjoy the weather. Although it's cold. And I'll see you tomorrow night. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.